0: Hello, this is Andy, and you're listening to Federal Andy. Hello, friends. It's Tuesday, May 23rd, and... You've probably heard about Florida in the news lately. It's kind of hard to get away from the news coming out of Florida because it's uh, fast and furious as it exits the state and gets distributed around the world. And it's mostly bad news, mostly negative news. Rumor has it that the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is going to announce his candidacy to run for the presidency in 2024, which is, well, (laughs) it's just a formal announcement because it's pretty obvious to most that he's already begun his campaign. I do wonder how much of the tab Florida taxpayers are picking up on that because the Republicans have changed some laws in the state where transparency is not what it used to be. And, you know, When legislators go in and change laws to make things more secretive than they used to be, it's usually because they plan on doing something that uh, they don't want taxpayers to know about. But there is a lot going on with the state of Florida right now and it's going to have a negative impact on the people who live in Florida. And I'm going to talk about that in this episode. So stay tuned. Episode 173, Florida, A Circus of Inhumanity. The title of this episode was inspired by an ad for the state of Florida from the 1960s. And the tagline of the ad said, Florida, a circus of summer fun. Back in the 1960s, Florida would run ads for specific seasons. There was one ad that said something about delaying winter by coming to Florida this fall. And Florida has always depended on tourism for a lot of its revenue. After all, the weather is generally pleasant down there, as long as there's not a hurricane. And honestly, the summers can be brutal. But if you are a family, and you're at the beach, or you're someplace where there's a pool, you can, you can make it. You can make it through the summer. If you actually live in Florida, it gets a little, the heat and the humidity get a little tiresome. Uh, I remember when I lived in Florida shopping for groceries, I would uh, usually, well, sometimes I would do it on Thursdays, so I didn't have to start my weekend off with lugging groceries into the house but bringing the groceries into the house from the car would you yeah, would get a little warm but uh, the ad was uh shown with uh, kids at the beach playing and it showed uh um the uh, pictures of the aquariums around florida and indian crafts from the Seminole indians tropical birds uh talked about florida's magic gardens and uh camping in florida's 18 state and national parks with fine facilities so They were trying to be very hospitable, very welcoming to people. And that isn't really the Florida of 2023, is it? It's really not. The Florida of 2023 is one that, uh, in my opinion, is inhumane in many respects. And according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online, inhumanity is a quality or state of being cruel or barbarous, a cruel or barbarous act, absence of warmth or geniality. Do you think that describes Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis? I kind of think that it does. I really do. Ron DeSantis has bragged that Florida is the state where woke goes to die. And he makes it sound like being woke is a bad thing. I am, I consider myself to be woke, and I'm very proud of that. Woke, to me, means that you have a sense of awareness of what is going on in the world and around you. And you have the ability to see the unfairness, the inequality, the divisiveness, the divisions that some people are intentionally, apparently, trying to promote onto our society I'm aware of people who are outright lying to their constituents, people in positions of power, people who are public servants that are supposed to be serving the public. And yet they're lying to them, they're not telling them the truth. And I'm proud of being woke. I think it's a good thing, because the opposite of being woke, which I'm assuming is what Ron DeSantis must be promoting, is being unaware, asleep, inhumane, perhaps. So, the things that are dying right now in Florida are the rights of the people who live in Florida. The rights of black people to learn about the actual true history of the United States of America because they are wanting to change history. I remember reading that one state wanted a textbook that's being used in schools to eliminate the fact that Rosa Parks was a black woman. So this textbook told the story of her refusing to give up her seat on the bus, but when you take out the fact that the reason why she was expected to give up her seat or move is because of the color of her skin, you kind of lose the entire context of the story, do you not? And why is it that it's okay for black children in Florida to not have access to an accurate accounting of American history? Or how about Native Americans, indigenous Americans, the Seminoles, who I think were a big part of Florida back before... We were, uh, back before the state was invaded by the Europeans, Uh, they just kind of want to take out anything that might make white children uncomfortable. So why is it that the focus is on the white children and not being equal? Was was it not a concern that the black children at the time were being upset because they saw how they were being treated by white people? I think that as parents, most parents actually want their kids to know what really happened. They don't want them to have a white-washed version of history. How about, uh, rights like, uh, Being able to make your own health care choices. Women cannot do that in Florida right now. I think there is a six-week ban on abortion. And uh, you can tell that the Republicans in Florida are not uh, wanting to brag about that too much because the bill was signed at like 11 o'clock at night without any press. It was very, very quietly passed. I don't know about you but it seems as an american person with all of the rights and liberties and freedoms that we're supposed to have being able to decide whether or not you want to have a child should be a choice that is yours as a woman and yours alone right now if you're married and you have a husband Uh, perhaps it's appropriate that your spouse be involved in that decision. But ultimately, if there's a chance that it's going to impact your health as a woman, or there's, there's just a zillion options that can come into the scenario that could change things. But ultimately, I think The woman who is going to be expected to lug this fetus slash embryo around for nine months and then either spend the next 18 or so years raising it or giving it up for adoption, which is also kind of a big deal, ought to have the choice. It ought to be between her her and her doctor. And the men in Florida that don't know what it's like to be pregnant, and apparently don't really care about the kids that the pregnancy produces because they're not doing anything to help those kids. They want them to be educated in a system that's not going to tell them the truth. What if these kids that they're being forced uh, to give birth to, that women are are being forced to give birth to, what if they're black? How do they fit into the history of the country that they've been born into? Well, um, everybody was just happy and got along. No problems, right? But uh, they don't wanna provide healthcare or food, uh, supplemental income for food or shelter or anything to help the family who may not have planned on having a child, another kid but they're going to force you to have it with no assistance whatsoever, no medical assistance, nothing. So that's kind of an issue, right? Yeah. So what if you have kids that are, um, well, um, unsure about their gender. Maybe they um, are looking at uh, possibly making a change. I don't think that that is something that the Republican men that run the state of Florida ought to have a say in either. I think that ought to between be between the parents or the parent and the child. And A lot of these things that they are talking about, they wanna make it sound like kids at very young ages are going in and they're having operations to change their sex and and all of this. And that's not really true. They don't really do that until uh, they're more mature from what I understand. But uh, there's a lot of things in Florida other than being woke, that die. Your rights and your freedoms and your liberties also die if you're a Florida resident, or even if you're just visiting Florida. How is the Department of Tourism down there in Florida going to make an ad on that? Because uh, last week, Governor DeSantis signed an immigration bill that is horrendous and definitely inhumane because it puts penalties, restrictions, and <laughs> duties, I guess, on undocumented immigrants in Florida that uh, prevent local governments, for instance, from issuing ID cards to them. And... Uh, That's if you can't prove citizenship. You can't even have an ID card. How are you supposed to do anything? And here's the deal these immigrants that the Republican Party at large are so against do a lot of the jobs in the United States that we actually need. They are essential workers. We learned that during the pandemic. We need people who will work out in the fields and tend to crops and harvests. Americans don't want to do that. Immigrants will do it because, well, they're desperate. They don't have as many choices. And maybe they're just not as spoiled as some Americans. But this new law will also create criminal liability for Florida residents who have any association with an immigrant if they're undocumented so that means if you provide them with work you hire them to take care of your yard or trim trees or uh, paint your house or, or whatever it may be, if they're undocumented, then, uh, well, you can uh, be in trouble for that. Even if you provide them with transportation, if you pick them up or have somebody pick them up and you pay for it or foot the bill for it. Um, Archbishop Thomas Winsky of Miami said that the bill would criminalize empathy. As humans, shouldn't we all be empathetic toward other humans and other living things? I would think so. And the penalties are uh, pretty harsh. And uh, they haven't actually taken effect yet, but it's to the point now where if you are an undocumented immigrant in Florida and you get sick, you're afraid to go see a doctor or go to a hospital uh, because uh, there's word that they're going to be checking on hospitals to see if there's you know undocumented people being admitted to the hospital. And overall, it just seems like the atmosphere that Governor DeSantis and the Republicans want to create in Florida is one of cruelty and inhospitability and inhumanity. You would think that attacking one of the largest employers in the state would be off limits for a governor, right? Because governors have responsibilities to the people of the state of Florida. And if you start attacking a major employer to the point where they no longer want to create jobs in that state, it's a problem. And that's exactly what has happened with Governor DeSantis and the Walt Disney Company they have already announced that a huge construction project, which would have, I believe it was over a billion dollars, and would have brought 2,000 to 2,500 new jobs to the state, been canceled, canceled. Because Disney now feels that the business climate in the state of Florida has changed to the point where they no longer want to do business in the state of Florida. Truck drivers are now calling for a boycott. They don't want truckers to drive into the state of Florida to deliver goods and, and products to people. I have seen images posted on social media of construction sites, new buildings, new uh, houses, things like that, that were busy a couple of weeks ago that now have virtually no activity at all because people are leaving the state. Immigrants, in many cases, undocumented immigrants, are the ones who do a lot of this work. You find them tending to the fields with uh, in farms. You find them in the construction industry. They take care of people's yards. They trim shrubs, they paint houses, they clean up. They do a lot of things that, well, you've got a lot of older people down in Florida and maybe they're just not capable of doing those things any longer. I mean, let's face it, when you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, getting a lawnmower out and shoving it around your yard can be downright dangerous. And they're running these people out of the state. Is that what the United States of America is supposed to be about? Closed borders. Nobody comes in unless uh, you're white and wealthy and Christian. Everybody else, stay the heck out. I don't think that is how the country was meant to be. It seems that's the way Republicans want it to be, but it doesn't seem like it's uh, supposed to be that way. And let's face it, Republicans do not care about you or your life or your family or what they do to you because you're not white, Christian, and wealthy. All the Republicans are interested in is money and power, truly. That's an ugly thing to say, but it's the truth. And more immigrants are going to be leaving the state as it gets closer to this law coming into effect. I think it comes into effect July 1st, if I'm not mistaken. I don't see where I actually wrote that down. I'm sure I did somewhere, but I don't see it now. But here's the thing, Um, the uh, state is going to lose millions of dollars in federal, state, and local taxes because a lot of these undocumented migrants do pay taxes. And in return for that, they don't get the benefits that most citizens who are taxpayers get. They don't have social security. They don't have uh, Medicare disability or any of that. Um, but it's going to cause a lot of issues in, uh, multiple, um, areas of the state agriculture of course is going to be heavily impacted. And that is a very important industry in the state of Florida, along with tourism. Agriculture is a big, big part of the state of Florida. And let's face it, if the people who are willing to do this type of labor in the heat and the humidity, and this is hard work, we're going to have crops die. They're just going to be left out in the fields dying. What do you think that's going to do to grocery prices for everybody else in the country? They're going to go up. So remember that in a few months, when you start seeing that you know fruits and vegetables and foods, things like that, uh, become more and more expensive, and the Republicans complain about Biden and the Democrats, no you need look no further than Ron DeSantis and the Republicans who control the state of Florida because Florida provides a lot of agriculture products to the United States. And if you don't have access to farming or construction in the state, if those things basically stop Uh, How is the hospitality and the tourism going to be able to function? (laughs) Well, it's going to be a problem because uh, they're not going to have people to work in the hotels and at the resorts. You know, a lot of the people that, uh, the maids, the cleaning people, the maintenance people are not white Christians. Some are, perhaps, sure. But uh, a lot of them are not. So I think that the economy in the state of Florida is going to slow down dramatically in the coming months. And there are a lot of people that have children that are trans or are considering maybe a change in gender. There are a lot of gay people and parents that have gay kids. And as far as that goes, there are parents that have straight kids that don't want them growing up in an environment where they see the hatred and think that it's acceptable. So parents with trans kids, parents with gay kids, and parents that want their kids to grow up in a realistic environment are considering moving out of the state. And when you add on top of that the difficulty in getting things done as far as work on your homes, it's going to be harder and harder to have uh, someone come and fix things because they're not going to have the help that they need. So if you need a plumber to replace your hot water tank or whatever, it may be a couple of weeks because, uh, well, they just are busy. White plumbers are uh, not as plentiful as, uh, They had been, so (laughs) It's uh, I think it's gonna backfire. I really do, and uh, a lot of other countries are now issuing travel advisories for their citizens to maybe rethink traveling to the United States for a vacation, and a lot of those people would go to Florida The NAACP has issued warnings to um, African Americans, gay people, um, that maybe Florida is not the best place for you to be. They're not telling current residents to leave, but they are suggesting that if you're planning on visiting and you're not familiar with how things are down there, maybe you might want to go someplace else where they're not so hateful. And that's really the bottom line. They are taking away parents' choices as far as the education that their kids receive because, well, (laughs) they're whitewashing history. That's kind of a big basic. They aren't being taught civics. The libraries, a lot of the shelves are practically empty because they have removed so many books on the shelves because somebody had a problem with something it's not what America is supposed to be at all and governor DeSantis wants to roll out Florida to the rest of the country he wants to become president so that he can promote and push out these hateful policies of his from coast to coast. I personally don't think that he stands much of a chance of becoming president, but you know what? Those are famous last words because a lot of people said that back in 2016 about a man named Donald Trump, and we all know how that nightmare began. And we're still living with it. Governor DeSantis doesn't seem to like people. He seems to be very uncomfortable when he's around people. His body language is not good around other people. His reactions are odd a lot of times. A lot of people have seen the little bobble-headed thing when he was confronted with something that was factual that he didn't like. His head started bobbling up and down. I think he gets really, really angry and irritated when somebody goes against him he has very thin skin does that remind you of somebody else mhm he just doesn't seem to have the personality that you need to be a politician i i think i think one of the the basic things that you have to have in a politician is you have to you have to care about other people you have to go into the field with the attitude that you care and you want to help people and you want to make their lives better and not that you want to impose your beliefs on other people, or you want to go into it so that you can get rich. That is not what public service is supposed to be. And I truly do think that we need to impose some additional transparency laws on public servants. I think that they ought to be required to, um, report all of their income, regardless of who it comes from or where it comes from. If you are, (laughs) if you are on a vacation and it's cost to someone is $500,000 by gosh, you need to report that. And you ought to have to report it within 30 days of the vacation or something like that. So it's not one of those deals where, oh, you know, that was last summer for heaven's sakes. Or maybe you need to report it ahead of time. This looks like it's going to be an expensive vacation. This is the guy that's paying for it. He's a personal friend. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't we didn't really get to be friends until after I became a Supreme Court justice. But, uh... I mentioned previously that there are construction sites that are virtually deserted at this point in Florida. And reports are that some construction workers, the moment that this hate immigration bill was signed, left, left the state. Some of them even went off and left their tools behind. Tools are kind of expensive, but This is how inhumane and how barbaric and unwelcoming the state of Florida has become to some people. And the people that they want to get rid of in the state are the very people that the state needs in order to provide the hospitality that it's supposedly famous for. It doesn't really, it doesn't make sense. So they hate immigrants, and they hate the LGBTQ plus community probably just as much, if not more. The Republicans in the state of Florida ended the 2023 legislative session earlier this month, and they passed the most anti-LGBTQ bills in the state's history. The most ever. How uh, inhospitable is that? The Republican supermajority in both legislative chambers, accompanied by a fascist governor who is also a racist apparently, and a homophobe, and who knows what else, have really passed laws, written laws and passed laws this session that are designed to obliterate the fact that anybody that's not straight basically even exists. And they have particularly gone after transgender youth. And it doesn't matter what area of life you're looking at, whether it's their um, education or free speech or their uh, ability to have access to health care, play sports, whatever. It's gone. Uh, There's a ban on gender affirming care for youth. And the bill was intentionally written to be so vague that it actually restricts drag shows and performances. And that went into effect immediately, of course, because drag shows are, well, that's grooming to children. Can't have that in the state of Florida. We're a family state. Of course, the young girls that wear the bikinis with the... When I lived down there, I used, we, they used to call it butt floss because their bikini bottoms, there's nothing covering up their cheeks at all. There's like a little piece of like about the width of a of dental floss stuck in their crack. That's all there is. And up front, up top, about the only thing that's hidden, uh, well, I'm not going to go into details, but you you know what I'm talking about. And these, these girls would walk around on sidewalks, on city streets, dressed like that. I saw them operating little um, souvenir, uh, like, um, I don't know, they were like rolling carts or something where you could kind of push them to different areas and they would sell Florida souvenirs and stuff. And I thought, I mean, at the time I thought, wow, you know, can we not put on some clothes when we go out in public? It was You know, pretty amazing. I'm imagining it's probably even worse now. I haven't been in Florida for a while, but if that isn't grooming, I don't know what is. (laughs) Um, I can guarantee you they would see less skin at a drag show than they would see at the beach or at those uh, little souvenir little carts that get pushed around on street corners, if they still even do that. I don't know. But uh, this... uh, um, Uh, ban on on, uh, gender-affirming care for youth was kind of an extension of the Don't Say Gay bill, which was the one that kind of opened up the um, confrontation with Disney. And uh, uh, these laws actually take effect um, uh, on uh, on July 1st of this year. So... um, Um, It's kind of confusing. Uh, What is, what is exactly what is in effect right now and what is in effect on July 1st? So, and I think that's intentional. They want everything to be as vague as possible so that people are just basically afraid to do anything. And that is one of the main things that the Republicans in Florida are depending upon is fear. They don't want black people to vote because they know black people probably are not going to vote for Republicans. So they made a big deal about arresting black people who had been felons, I guess, had been in the prison, in the penal system, and had been released because they served their time. And they, there was a law that was passed that said, you know, if you served your time, you can vote. People of Florida said, yes, once someone has served their time and they have been released because they've served their time, they should be able to vote. And these folks went to the proper authorities in the state of Florida and said, hey, can I vote? I'm out of prison now. And they're, oh, yeah, sure. We'll get you a voter ID card and get you all registered and everything. And they did that. And then when the people went and voted thinking that they could do that legally because the bill had passed and the state had actually issued them a voter id and registered them then they arrest them and they make a big deal of arresting them on tv right before the election so that other black people are thinking "Ooh, maybe i better not vote and it worked it worked and of course after the fact A lot of those people that were arrested their uh, charges are being dropped. How convenient is that? I'm sorry but if the state tells you you can vote and they register you and issue you a voter ID card then any fault lies with the state and not with the person. If you go to a government agency or a state agency and say can I do so and so and they say, yes, you can, and here, we'll help you, here's your forms to register, or here's your forms for whatever, and we're going to give you an ID card, or whatever, uh, you know what, the, yeah, it's the state, it's on the state at that point, so um, it's it's bad, It's it's really, really bad, but uh, this this ban on gender affirming care for minors is, um, you know, this stuff would be done with their parents' knowledge and permission, okay? If they're minors, it's kind of like anything. If, if you're a minor, the parents have to be involved in the process. So uh, you can't just you can't just go in at the age of thirteen and start getting, you know, um, <laughs> surgery to change your gender or uh, hormones or or whatever. It doesn't happen. So um, it's it's pretty bad. It's it's bad. These these bills that they're passing ignore science. And uh, they insert the state of Florida into the family private decisions that should be made within a family that are should not be privy to anybody other than the family and uh, members and the doctors involved. Uh, it interferes with parental decision making. A lot of the the laws down there. What if you? What if you're black? And you want your kids to learn about slavery and racism they can't be taught any of those things in school so i guess you have to find another source for all of that or maybe it you need to teach it at home but that burden doesn't happen for white children or white families it's just the black ones right or asian or native americans So it it just creates a mess. And um, there's another bill that's been uh, called the anti-drag ban and that is uh, uh, threatening pride events. I think the city of Tampa canceled its pride parade this year because of the hate laws in Florida. And... uh, so, uh, yeah, small businesses uh, um, can have, uh, and and people who sponsor and attend these events can be uh, subject to criminal penalties uh, if you allow minors to watch certain drag performances. Even if the parents say it's okay, yeah, if you are a restaurant or uh, a club of some kind, or you have a A business where you have, uh, a drag performance, even if the parents have said it's okay. If the minor child is there, you can be held criminally liable for that if you own the business. Uh, Port St. Lucie, I think has canceled its annual Pride Fest as well. And, uh, it's just it's not a it's not a welcoming state anymore, and with the uh, costs of of housing going up in the state of Florida, and the difficulty that people are going to have with, uh, like I said, getting maintenance done on your house, repairs done to your house, yard work done, uh, might even affect having your vehicles repaired unless you take them to a dealer. And who can afford that? But a lot of cars have to go back to dealers these days. But a lot of the small shops that would repair older cars um, might be looking for some help. There are a whole lot of of uh, industries, and uh, uh, you know, even retail stores might be looking for uh, help that they just can't they can't hire. So. I don't know how Florida plans on surviving under these conditions. You have uh, extremely high costs of insurance. The climate is changing and becoming harsher. And now they are running people who actually do a lot of the work that makes the state function. They're running them out of the state. And with the lax gun laws in the state, A lot of uh, citizens that would be going to Florida are choosing to go elsewhere. And uh, I really think that uh, possibly by as soon as this summer, they may start noticing that tourism numbers are down and uh, people are unhappy. And I think that uh, Ron DeSantis is going to find that the polls, which of course, I don't think the polls mean anything right now. It's just too far out and there's too many things getting ready to uh, happen over the summer. But I think that Ron DeSantis is going to find that his uh, run for the presidency is going to be short-lived. At least I hope so, because he certainly does not uh, qualify to be the president of the United States. And he really is not even a good governor. And I think a lot of the folks down in Florida are beginning to see that and I knew that when I started hearing from friends that live in Florida who say that they have neighbors with, they, they have neighbors with, with kids and they're all straight. No, no gays, no uh, trans people living in the family, but they're, some of them have actually already listed their homes trying to sell them because they want to leave the state because they said it's not Um, it's not a family environment. It's not an honest environment to raise your kids. And uh, they just don't like being in that uh, situation. So they have to remove themselves from it. So we'll see. But uh, Florida, you are, well, you are not the... uh, circus of summer fun that you once thought you were. Circus, yeah, the Republicans running the state definitely are a circus, but it's not a fun circus. It's like a scary circus. And uh, we have got to stop these people from continuing to ruin the country. And with that, I think I'm going to close this one out and I've, I keep having to change topics. So sometimes I'm not as prepared as I would like to be. And I have to grab, when I can find time to record these, I have to kind of grab the moment and make it happen. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not, not pleased with the, with the quality, but it's either that or not do it and hope that i can find time to do it later and and it seems like i usually can't so anyway i'm working on it i promise i'm working on it and i hope everybody has a great day unless you have other plans and as always i really 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 appreciate your time believe me nobody realizes how precious time is more than i do and i am very very thankful that you are willing to spend some of your time listening to me gab. Thanks. And you thought I was going to let you go, but I did find one other thing in my notes that I wanted to talk about that I failed to do so earlier. There is a bill in the state of Florida, Senate Bill 1580, titled Protections of Medical Conscience, which was signed into law earlier this month. And what this bill does is it allows Florida healthcare providers and payers, so that would be like the insurance companies, to refuse services to patients based on the moral or religious beliefs or ethical beliefs of the health care providers or payers. And this was, um, like I said, there were over a dozen bills that were basically hate bills. And um, this particular bill in the legislation it has what they call a conscience based objection on a sincerely held religious moral or ethical belief so this is an instance when where republican lawmakers have placed their personal christian beliefs Um, in legislation in a country where there is supposed to be a separation of church and state and it allows them to even question the existence of transgender people and goes further in supporting restrictions making it Uh, legal to place restrictions to access medical care for people who um, are transitioning if it has anything to do with their transition. Now, I have to wonder what the American Medical Association thinks about this because I was under the impression, if you are a medical professional, if you're a doctor, you are supposed to take care of people who need medical care. So now, um, this this bill down in Florida gives um, a very wide license for healthcare providers and insurance companies to refuse services to people based on religious beliefs this is insane that this would be something that would be a law in the united states of america land of the free and home of the brave well unless you're gay or black or unless you don't share our religious beliefs or unless you're a democrat because the republicans have pretty much stated that the democrats are progressives not a republican and support their beliefs you're the enemy you're the enemy and they're declaring war on everybody and those that's members of congress that are using words like that so here we've got religion sticking its big fat foot right in the middle of things that shouldn't have anything to do with religion If you are a doctor, you need to accept the fact that you need to take care of anybody that is present before you that has an issue. And I think if you run a business, you need to take care of any customer that comes through the door that's willing to pay you. Because you're making a cake for a gay wedding doesn't mean you endorse the wedding. I mean, what if, Alcoholics came in and they were so drunk and and you're thinking, gosh, you know, should these people really get married or have they ever been sober enough to know what the heck they're doing? (sighs) Come on. What if it's somebody that's been married and divorced a half a dozen times and you're thinking, why are they getting married? I don't want to make a, a wedding cake for them. If you have a business, you should take care of people that come in the door. That's just the way it should be, in my opinion. If you don't want to do that, then don't have a business that depends on taking care of the public. Period. Nobody's asking you to endorse it, but, uh, you know, all of these folks who quote their religious objections to things, usually it's Christians And usually there are lots of other passages in the Bible that says, you really shouldn't be like this, but that's okay. They ignore that. They cherry pick the stuff that they want to abide by. And then the stuff that they don't want to abide by, they just kind of, yeah, we're going to toss that one to the wind. And, uh, this definitely puts patients who are at risk in harm's way. Definitely. And, uh, That puts some of the folks that live in Florida, who are the most vulnerable people, who really don't have much to hold on to, they don't have much of a a safety net, uh, puts them in serious danger. And a state like Florida that depends so much on tourism and visitation from uh, people from outside of the state and outside of the country, they ought to be increasing access to medical care for everyone in the state so that people know if they come to Florida on vacation and they get sick or if it's a pregnant woman and she suddenly has a problem with her pregnancy, she can get the medical care that she needs. Right now, that is not the case in the state of Florida. So I think it's shameful. I think it is shameful. I think it is unchristian. I think it is un-American. It is unpatriotic. It is racist. It is hate-based. And I think these people are evil. And I hope that the good people of Florida, I know there are a lot of people that live in Florida that are good, I hope that they all get together and get out and vote in mass, and throw these bums out of office and say, not anymore. Not in our state. We do not want this. We do not accept this hatred in our state. But until that happens, uh, Florida... Y'all are going to suffer. I hate to say that, uh, but you definitely are going to to um, suffer. So, and this basically covers. You know, they, the the bill has defined healthcare providers as any. And this is a quote any health care provider or facility licensed under a dozen different statutes, including doctors, nurses, pharmacies, hospitals, mental health providers, medical transport services, clinical lab personnel, nursing homes, and more, end quote. And the bill also says that the types of healthcare services that can be denied legally now Uh, are defined as, quote, including but not limited to medical research, medical procedures, testing, diagnosis, referral, dispensing medications, therapy, record keeping, and any other care or service, end quote. So anything goes. It is a free for all. It is a Roman holiday down there in Florida for hatred and discrimination and racism. Healthcare payers are defined as quote, any employer as well as any health insurer, health plan, HMO, or any other entity that pays for or arranges for payment of any health care service. End quote. So, yeah. Florida, you might want to pick up the welcome mat at your state lines because it's really not applicable. And if you are heading for Florida this summer for a circus of summer fun, well, don't be gay. Don't be a pregnant woman. Don't be black. Don't be a drag queen. Uh, don't be an undocumented immigrant because even though there are federal laws that do provide rights to you, probably not going to be uh, recognized in Florida. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're not white and Christian and rich or powerful, probably they don't want you in Florida. So, I would make other plans and let Florida see the results of their actions this summer with um, decreased tourism. And I'm going to let you go for sure this time. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening. I would be grateful to you if you'd subscribe and share this podcast to let your friends and family know about it. You can also find me on Twitter at Federal Andy, and I'd be really grateful if you would follow me. I usually follow back. Be happy, safe, and healthy, and I'll hopefully be talking to you again next week.